What up, everybody? Welcome to something in this uh, lovely July 30th afternoon. Here to talk to you guys about uh, shit that's been going on, man. Um, lately, lately, I've been having a lot of crazy-ass street fight videos come up on my feed. And let me tell you what. I can just watch those all fucking day. Like, some of the videos you watch are just so crazy. And it's like, sometimes it's hard to watch because you'll be seeing one guy getting beat up and then he gets thrown on the ground and then someone comes up and kicks his head and stuff. And I'm just like, oh my God. And it's like, you like to think, oh, in that situation, I would stop him. But would you really? Or would you just like stay out of it, man? Because I don't know. Shit was crazy though, but I could watch those videos all day. That and some of the other like crazy videos where like the cops are chasing people and shit, man. Those type of videos, it's just like, they're always on my feed. Uh, something uh, we used to watch back in the day too, talking about street videos. There is this uh, on YouTube, there's these, uh, it's like a promotion, I guess it's called. Uh, it's called Street Beefs. And it's like a mixed martial arts, but it's like they're doing it in people's backyards Man, some of the people that are doing it are just funny. Like, there's this little guy who his name's Baby Hulk, and he's this swole short guy, and he just be slamming people. I don't know. These guys are pretty crazy. I don't know. I always told myself, I was like, man, maybe one day I'll be able to do that. But yeah, no, fuck. <laughs> I don't think so. I think I'd get my ass beat real quick. I don't know, man. I, I, uh, Earlier this year, I signed up for, uh, uh, prior to, that was probably a couple months ago, I, I signed up for some, I was doing some kickboxing and some jujitsu classes, and shit was fun, man. And you guys, you know I'm really into MMA, and especially the UFC, I love to follow that stuff. Uh, and man, the jujitsu classes, they were going really good. I actually really liked it, man. It's it's really like it's it's fun and it's also like kind of other than just like physically good for you it's like mentally good for you because when you're rolling which is basically like sparring but like in jujitsu you're not like trying to punch the other person you're trying to either submit them or you're trying to like get control and just trying to i mean how i jumped into it they didn't really like they stuck me with, like, the class was kind of small, and there wasn't a lot of beginners, so I didn't really know that much of the basics, and uh, how the classes usually went was, all right, you started, everyone did their warm-ups together, which were pretty easy, I mean, it was, like, a lot of just, like, running, and uh, you did a lot of, like, basic, like, just calisthenics type, just moving around, getting your body nice and loose, and you're stretching, and then they would start going over a few positions, so they'd be like, all right, we're going to go over this sweep, which a sweep is like uh, you're trying to go from being in one position to going into another to try to get better position. Uh, and they would go over a technique and then they would have us partner up and we'd practice it on each other. Sometimes if the class had a few more people, because it depended on who went to that class that day. Sometimes it was groups of three, so like one person would be practicing on the other while someone else is watching, and then it just takes turns. But after the we went through the whatever moves or sweeps they were teaching us in that class, the whole second half of the class was rolling, which was basically like, all right, you can just uh, 
everyone can, someone could, you, you could just walk up to somebody like, hey, you trying to roll? And you would just sit there, they'd hit a timer, and then you two would start sparring on the mat. Now, they kept it pretty safe because uh, in like normal jujitsu, you start standing up and you have to try to take them down to the ground. So there's some sort of like a flip or like slam. Uh, when you're rolling in class, a lot of the times they have you start on your knees. So it's less likely that someone's going to get injured. But yeah, man, on my first day there, they had me rolling. I remember I was rolling with like I was rolling with uh, I even rolled with a purple belt on my first day there. And that shit's crazy. This guy was probably the same size as me. Maybe he was a little bit bigger, but I don't know. I think I had more muscle than he did. But he was just moving so, like, swiftly around me. And it was so hard to, like... He tapped me out once because basically when you're rolling, you're going to keep going for the whole five minutes. So if you tap out, you kind of break, separate, you uh, fist bump, and then you start again. And he, he did have me tap out once. He caught me. I think he got my back and he choked me. But I did end up putting in an arm bar on him once. But I think he was just like kind of letting me get the position to kind of encourage me to keep going with it. But man, it was really fun. It's definitely something I want to continue doing. I did have to stop doing it for a while because the classes were quite expensive. And uh, saving up for the wedding and everything right now that's happening in like two months I had to stop and my plan is once I get that all paid off and starting next year I'm not in a rush and I talked to some of the coaches at the gym and they were telling me now that I have all the equipment and they understood the circumstance I was in that I would just when I wanted to start again I wouldn't have to pay for like a new sign-up fee I would just be able to start rolling back in the class again which was really awesome they were really nice that was down at uh Rothwell Jim in Kenosha really cool people that guy's crazy he was fighting in the UFC for a while too he's a big ass motherfucker man he's like I think he's like 6'4 6'5 260 pounds just this big looking viking looking motherfucker and uh it's funny when I was actually one of the times I was uh at the gym not the MMA gym I was going to but the my normal gym I go to to work out uh, when I was in the sauna, shout out to the sauna. You guys know how I like the sauna. But I was talking to this one guy in there uh, about UFC and I was talking about MMA. And I was talking about the gym in town that had uh, Rothwell worked at, or the, it was his gym. And he was talking about the, this guy in the sauna. He's like, Yeah, I was a beer, or I was a bouncer at this bar. And uh, back in the day, whenever that guy, because this guy was local, this uh, Ben Rothwell, the MMA guy. He would come into this bar and he said, all of us, uh, all of us bouncers, we'd always get like, we would always get nervous and stuff when he'd come in. Cause he'd always, <laughs> if he ever got in a fight, it was like, it would take all of us to just try to get him out of there. He was so big. I was like, man, that'd be a crazy ass job. You want to, you want to see how badass you are? Why don't you be a bouncer for a year and see what happens, man? I mean, for real. But yeah, man, uh, it's definitely something when I want I want to try again. I don't know if necessarily I will go back to that gym or not. I do want to go back there, but I mean, I almost want to just do the jujitsu. Like kickboxing was pretty good. Don't get me wrong. I was working on that too. And I didn't really even know that I was throwing punches wrong until I took that class. Like I really was 
just throwing punches like a fucking idiot. I wasn't turning my fist like you're supposed to. I was dropping my hands, not keeping them by my face. So if I was actually in a fight, I probably with someone who knew what they were doing, I'd probably get fucking sat on my ass really quick. Now that I know a little bit more, I feel a little bit more confident, but I know for sure it's something that I would want to do again one day, but definitely going to look at that again. But yeah, man, all those crazy ass street videos, you watch the people fight in there and it's, you could tell none of these people are really trained on fighting. And then the girls, when they fight in the street videos, it's always that they're grabbing each other's hair and they're like grabbing your, their hair and trying to pull their hair, their head towards the ground and they're hitting the back of their head. And I'm just like, why the fuck do they fight like that? But I guess it's like, I mean, you're going to try to take any advantage that you can, but I don't know, man. Having long hair, like even when you see two guys with long hair fighting, I don't necessarily ever see them grabbing each other's hair to fight. So I don't know why girls do it, man. Yeah, crazy shit. I've been into a new podcast lately. I I, uh, suggest you guys check it out, man. You guys need to better yourselves and you guys need to learn more. Get smart like me. (laughs) I've been listening to this podcast that's called uh, History That Doesn't Suck. It's actually pretty interesting, man. Uh, I just want, I've been trying to listen to more educational podcasts and stuff on the side too. I feel like the older I'm getting, the more that I'm realizing, hey, like I didn't learn a lot of shit in school. I want to try to self-educate myself and I don't mean like educate myself by saying like just like I do read more books now but also like listening to lectures and listening to different like professors and stuff talk well the uh, guy who runs this uh podcast he's actually a professor at a college and his name's I'm pretty sure it's like Greg Jackson but it's really interesting man he tells like uh the first couple uh episodes I've listened to it's all about uh, been about like George Washington and uh, the beginning of the American Revolution. And man, like he starts off in the French Indian War, which is also called the Seven Year War. And I remember learning about that briefly, maybe when I was in school. But everything I felt like and when we were in like school and it might be different in different parts of the country or even different parts of the world. I mean, depending on what your education system deems important for you to learn, but they they just skimmed through a lot of this stuff. Some of the stuff I didn't even realize was a thing. Uh, when they're talking about, like, most of these founding fathers weren't even Christians. A lot of them were uh, deis, or deism, or they believed in deism, which is, like, uh, this form of uh, believing or beliefs it's not even a uh, religion per se, but it's like they believe in this, like they're, that there's an all-powerful being or there's like a God-type creature and it exists, it created the world, but it doesn't necessarily interact with the world. Uh, how they described it uh, in the podcast, I remember he was talking about, it's like they compare it to like a clockmaker Like the clockmaker makes the clock, but then he doesn't sit there and he messes with the clock once it's made. He just lets it keep going. And uh, yeah, I don't know. It was just interesting to think about because you hear about like, I don't know, my perception of what America was like when they were making it was like, 
yeah, they believe in God and they're all going to church and they're doing this thing. Well, they had their meetings at churches, but doesn't mean they necessarily believed in like Christianity, like altogether. I don't know, man. It's pretty interesting. On that notes with like Christianity and stuff, like I found this out. Uh, I was talking to some people and I also was uh, listening to some podcasts and learning stuff on my own. I didn't know a lot of the religious symbols that we have in our money and stuff didn't come around till like later. And it wasn't even like beginning of like, it was like around the cold war and shit, man. Like on how all the money says, uh, in God, we trust that didn't happen until 1955 when Eisenhower was president. It's like, Whoa, that's weird. And the main reason they did that shit was because of the Cold War, and they're trying to get away from, like, communism and stuff like that. I don't know. It's like, I love learning about American history, and you, it's it sucks when you hear about all the bad stuff our country's done. I mean, a lot of countries have done bad stuff, especially when they've been around for so long. But you do, like, I don't know. I get inspired when I hear uh, about, like, the different things that happened during the American Revolution for them to actually get a country together. I don't know. It's cool, man. It's a really good podcast. You should really check it out. Um, At the beginning, like, they talked about how George Washington was, uh, during that seven-year war, when he was just uh, a commander in the British uh, Army, he was at this fort called Fort Necessity, And I remember hearing that name when I was younger, but I didn't necessarily remember, like, the significance of it. But it was basically that he was in this fort with, like, a lot less men than the, like, I think he was fighting. So he was fighting, like, a group of the French and uh, Native Americans that were over there. And they had him surrounded, and he was in this shabby-ass fort, and half his men were, like, drunk or like dead and like he almost lost I mean he lost a lot of men and he had to like basically he had to retreat and he barely made it out of there and so it's crazy to think that one little thing because this whole time I'm listening to this podcast you kind of realize that if George Washington would have died at any of those like situations leading up to our country becoming a thing our country probably wouldn't have became a thing because a lot of the reasons that like even disputes in Congress happened, like, or were settled were because people like took George Washington's views like so highly, like even, uh, they, so they talked about like George Washington was from the South when he, cause he was from Virginia and that was considered the South during the, American Revolution and stuff and during the colonial times. And so he was like, I mean, they talk about how he was into slavery and he did all this like, I don't know. It was like, it was fucked up, man. And like, but it shows how he grew throughout his time. Like even towards the end of his life, he realizes that slavery isn't like, it's something that needs to be embolic or like taken away. Like he releases all his slaves, but you can really tell that it was still like something he couldn't completely do. Like 
he made it in his will that he wanted all his slaves to be re- uh, released once his wife died. And what they were saying was because he didn't want to split up families. I don't know how true that is. I think he probably was more or less worrying about his own family, making sure they were taken care of. But for him to even do that, I mean, I don't know. It's fucked up, though, to think about how many of the founding fathers did own slaves. But there were some good ones, too. Like to talk about Alexander Hamilton and that boy, even his story, um, if you've seen the musical Hamilton or uh, the play or whatever it is, or I think they have it on Disney Plus, but they have uh, Hamilton and it is it's awesome by uh, Lyndon Mandel or whatever his name is. Uh, but they kind of just show that's like a jazzed up version of the life of Alexander Hamilton. But he was like this guy. He was the first treasurer of the United States. He was a war hero in uh, the Revolutionary War, and he was the advisor to George Washington. But he was like this poor kid in the Caribbean whose dad left him when he was born, whose mom died when he was like a little kid, when he was like 13 uh, from sickness, and he barely made it. And his cousin who took him in killed himself and... Like, shit, like, just kept hitting the fan, and eventually he got his way to New York and, like, got himself educated and fucking ended up going into uh, be in the service of uh, George Washington, man. It's crazy shit. So, yeah, check out that podcast, man, for real. I mean, so far, so good. I like it. I mean, I'm going to keep listening to it, but like I said, I just want to, I want to broaden my horizons of learning. I've also been trying to listen to more like, uh, I was trying to listen to some like introduction to speaking Spanish podcasts because I'd like to try to become like in high school, I've talked about it in past podcasts. I learned, I took four years of Mandarin and I'm not going to lie. I wasn't a great student and I still probably am not a great student in the traditional sense, but I have to, I've been finding a better way of learning and like my style of learning and podcasts have been helping a lot because you have so many different ways that people can teach you through audio and they can relate in different ways but anyway from the mandarin that i took like the four years i probably have maybe like a couple paragraphs worth of mandarin that i can still recite to this day and then whenever i hear it on tv or somewhere I can kind of like pick words here and there, but it's nothing that I feel like after four years of taking it, I should know a lot more, but I just wasn't a great student. I didn't pick it up as well as I should have, but yeah, man, I'd love to learn at least a little bit of Spanish so I could, uh, I don't know, just kind of like if I want to travel somewhere and I want to put myself into that culture, I could actually understand it. I think it'd be fucking dope. I don't know. I would like to learn a couple different languages like that, at least the basics of it. I don't want to have, I don't have to be fluent in every single like language I want to learn, but I want to at least learn parts and stuff, man. I want to educate myself on these, like, I don't know, on these different things, man. I think it's something we should all try to do. I, I, And this education kick I've been on, man, I was thinking, man, it's weird if you think of the word humble and the the word humiliation, because you think about like 
humiliation is like us being humiliated about something and embarrassed. And we take that word as like, oh man, I was humiliated at the party because they made fun of me or something happened. But being humble is uh, completely different. Like being humble about something is like being good at something, but also not bragging about it. Like, you know, holding your head up high, but not sitting there and talking shit about how good you are at something. It's, I don't know. I was... I'd be writing down random shit and I'm like, I wonder how those two words connect to each other. Cause they're so close that you know that they're co- like some form of like they're connected somehow. I don't know. Another thing I learned from that podcast though, uh, history that doesn't suck was I learned more about the book and I've heard it around here and there, but, uh, common sense by Thomas Paine. He was also, uh, believed in deis- uh, deism or he was deist, however they say it. So, uh, and his book, actually, Common Sense, that was published prior, like, right before the American Revolution, which it wasn't even a book. It was what they called it back then. They called stuff pamphlets. So they had, like, pamphlets that were basically, like, it wasn't like a fucking brochure that you see today where it's, like, oh, four pages pamphlet or a 16-page. No, this shit was, like, long. Like, they had, like, 42-page pamphlets. And so it was basically, like, a little book. But common sense was like basically it had a lot of ideas that inspired a lot of the patriots into becoming like, hey, we need to rebel. We need to get our rights because originally it wasn't even that they were, the patriots were trying to be like, hey, we're trying to have our own country. Fuck you guys. No, they just wanted better rights and from Britain. They wanted better uh, rep- representation and stuff. But yeah, man. It was it was just something else I didn't know. It was another thing. I haven't got to it yet, uh, and I haven't really looked it up because I was it was something I want to talk about on here. But it's something crazy to think about. At what point do you think the U.S. and Britain became like cool after the revolution? Like, when did it just be like? Because uh, I don't remember learning about this in school, and who knows? Maybe they did talk about it, but. I was such a bad student that I wasn't really paying attention good enough. But, uh, yeah, like, when did the U.S. and Britain become cool after that, after our revolution and we became our own country? Because, I mean, do you think it was after King George died? Maybe, like, after the next king was up there? I don't know. That's something I definitely am interested in learning more about. I don't know. It's something I thought I'd talk about. But, yeah, man. Oh, coming up today, I did want to do a quick shout out. Um, I know I was talking about MMA earlier and street fight videos, but there is a UFC card on tonight. It's got some really good fights on it, but the one fight I want to specifically just throw a shout out on, and I know this shout out's not going to really mean much because the fight's probably going to happen in a couple hours anyway, but... One of the biggest podcasts I like to listen to that has to deal with MMA is uh, called Believe You Me. It's uh, Michael Bisping. It's his podcast. He was a former middleweight champion of the world for UFC, and he's also a broadcaster. He's really badass. He's got, uh, he's got like one of his eyes. He's completely blind from fighting, and he won his championship when he only had one eye, and 
like really look up this guy's story and just listen to him. He's just awesome to talk to him. He's really funny. His podcast is pretty good, but his co-host who he's been having on there too is the number five rank light heavyweight uh, fighter. His name is Anthony Smith and he's going to be fighting tonight. And I'm really excited to see. I want him. I'm cheering for him. I hope he wins, but he's a really awesome guy. He actually had this story that happened to him. I think it was a couple years ago, but somebody tried breaking into his house at, and bro, they picked the wrong house. If you're going to break into somebody's house, you better make sure it's not a fucking UFC fighter. Cause as the guy got into his house, he, and this guy lives in, uh, Anthony Smith lives in Nebraska. So he could have, and he talks about having guns and shit. So, you know, this boy could have just shot him, but no, he ran up and he choked him out. And so, yeah, no, that guy picked the wrong house to fuck with. I'm, I'm really hoping that Anthony Smith has a good fight tonight. And, uh, yeah, we'll see. Oh, man, something I saw, I saw the other day. I forget where I saw it. I think I saw it on YouTube. But Tesla is developing this new uh, tiny home. And it's uh, self-sufficient. So it's like it's got a solar panel roof. And it's very, like, flow state. It's got one bedroom a kitchen and a bathroom. I think that I think there might be a little space like living space in between there, but it's it's pretty small. I forget what the exact measurements on it are, but they're planning on only selling them for 10 grand. And I was thinking about this. I was like, dude, that's actually really affordable. Now, I don't know how well quality they are, but picture if you had the money you could really buy up these, like, you could buy, and there's probably going to be a long wait for them anyway once you try to buy one. But if you buy them, and the thing, too, is you can tow them, too. So, like, you can move them around from place to place. But what would be cool is if you could take it, maybe buy a plot of land somewhere nice where people like to go vacation. And then you could rent that out as, like, an Airbnb or something or a rental property. Boy, you can make so much money because 10 grand is nothing, especially nowadays. I mean, the housing market's crazy. People are paying like, I remember uh, Ellie's uh, Ellie's uh, mom and them, they live next to, one of their neighbors was selling their house and they were trying to talk to us about it because I was like, oh, that'd be kind of cool to live over there. And we were looking at the house and I was like, oh, that house looks okay. It looks probably... Maybe as nice as our house, maybe a little bit less nice, but it's also got one one of the plugs that's got two garages, which that's awesome. So, but they were trying to sell this house for I think like three hundred thousand or like it was on the high two hundred. I mean, for this market, that's ridiculous. And I I mean in the area I live, I mean we bought our house for like half that much, man, or a little bit more than half that much, but. That's crazy. People think that the housing market's just like, I mean, for a while there, though, people were getting away with selling their shit for that expensive, man. People just can't afford houses right now. So the people that can afford it are having to pay out their fucking ass. Uh, yeah. So, shit. Well... Let's go into one quick story time real quick before we get out of here. So listen up.
So yeah, I remember this one time. I was in high school, and I was hanging out at this girl's house. It was me and a couple buddies, and uh, it was uh, it was in the middle of the night, so it was probably like two a.m., which is the middle of the night when you're in high school, because yeah, you fucking stay up late as shit. Anyway, we were leaving, and we were walking home because we didn't have cars back then. We were some bums, and it was a decently far walk, but we were walking back, and I remember we were walking through this one neighborhood. It was me, two of her of my friends. They started walking, and all of a sudden, I hear these three guys come up to us by a car from a... They were, like, on the other side of a car we were walking past, and one of the guys had a shovel, and they started walking up to me, me and me specifically and they were like hey what the fuck and they started yelling at us or yelling at me I should say and my two other friends that were slightly ahead of me uh they see me in this predicament and they see me uh surrounded by three fully grown men when we were in high school probably sophomore year maybe and uh when one and one of them had a shovel not my friend one of the guys had a shovel he's fully grown drunk dudes anyway uh one of them had the shovel and my friends just kept walking they they hurried up out of there and they they were probably just like damn near running away but walking in a very fast fucking pace away and i just remember just sitting there and they were like hey you fuck with my car and i was just like what are you talking about i don't know and i was don't don't think in any any uh like any idea that I was calm and whatsoever in this situation. No, I was shitting my pants. One of them had a shovel. I was like, bro, I'm about to get my ass beat. I was sitting there. I was like, what are you talking about? I was probably shaking. I was like, what are you talking about? And I was just like, I was sweating. I just remember I'm like, oh my God, they're about to fucking beat my ass. My friends are gone. I was like, I didn't even touch your car. I don't know what you're talking about. And uh, they were just, they were just harassing me. They were straight harassing me. And it's funny because they were some fully grown men. I was maybe fucking 15 years old. Oh, man, what the fuck, man? I can't see myself doing that. Some, I mean, maybe if I, I guess if I thought they fucked with my car, but I didn't fuck with their car, man. I was just walking home. I was just trying to get out of there. My friends had the right idea, but I was kind of cornered. I wasn't that fast back then either, so I was surrounded, and I thought I was going to get smacked by the shovel. Yeah, man. So, one thing, watch out for your homies because sometimes they won't protect you if you're about to get hit by a shovel. And two things, uh, watch when you're walking by cars because sometimes people think you fuck with them. I don't know, man. It was, it, was, it was fucking crazy. I almost damn near shit myself that night, but hey, it was fun. Anyway, I really want to thank all you guys for listening to the podcast. And if you guys could just please do me the favor of sharing this with somebody, anybody, it'd be dope. It'd be awesome. Anyway, thanks again, my friends, and I'll catch you on the flip side.